0: This wasn't supposed to end this way. We saw this going differently. Just a few days ago, he's writing in and we so, having a parade. So let's so he-
1: Wait, wait, wait. So yeah. let's remove it a little bit because he's going in a doctrine direction in a second. So let me, let me go doctrine. I,
2: I love how pastory we are with this question. Like it barely gives us anything and we're already picking it up. Like what the hell does it even mean? Right, right. right. We going to all these different levels.
0: We do what we do, man. This is who we're, we are. We do what we I do.
2: I <laughs> I'm, I'm with my people. I appreciate it. <laughs>
1: Episode 193 of Pup Theology Live, a weekly conversation on life and faith over a craft brewed pint of a fine wine or whatever happens to be in your glass or whatever you have today. Catch new episodes weekly as the reverends Brian Burkop, Shannon Weston, Ogan Holder address and engage what's happening through a theological lens, usually with a good brew in hand. Brian is on vacation this week and I am back to doing this part and I forgot how to say the word.
0: And it shows. <laughs> and it shows.
1: I actually missed this part, but I'm also now that I'm doing it again, I'm like, oh, I'm so glad Brian's doing
0: this. Yeah, seriously. 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 <laughs> All right. So that good brew might be in one of these. If we can get it in focus here. There we go. One of these Pub Theology Live pint glasses. Um, you can help us provide meals for families who are still struggling um during this time during this pandemic and food bank lines are still long if you donate $25 or more to nokidhungry.org send us proof of your donation we will send you free of charge one of these fabulous pint glasses that's $25 to nokidhungry.org and we thank you
1: this week we're going to talk about nature vaccines resurrection church doctrine and reality Maybe not church doctrine and reality, but church doctrine slash. Or maybe, who knows? Or maybe. (laughs) Brian's out today. He's on vacation. Good for him. Um, Today in our third chair, we welcome back Reverend Jason Chestnut. Jason is a digital pastor, a filmmaker, an itinerant speaker on the edges of the church. He is an ordained in the ELCA Lutheran Church, and despite what some might prefer, is still on their roster, he says, (laughs) He currently lives in Vancouver, Washington, and in another life would have been a sports or wildlife photographer. So welcome back, Jason.
2: Thanks for having me. Always good to be here. Love Always the show. Good. Hopefully I can consider myself friend of the pod now.
1: <laughs> I think third time's a charm. Is this third? I think you were... Yeah, you're, you're, practically, part, part, you're, you're practically part... you part of us p- p- now. You're
0: part of the pod now. You're part of the no, pod thanks.
1: now. Thanks. thanks. So, um... We usually start with our guests with what we're drinking. So, Jason, what are you drinking today? Yeah,
2: so um, we're not. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't really drink um, alcohol too much anymore. But I, I do take advantage of um, cannabis, and I uh, love living in a legal state for that, for that reason. But I took a couple. I took an edible, so it's already doing its magic inside me and uh, bringing me to a a more relaxed level, which I very much appreciate. So just think about it. I'm like halfway through my first beer. Yeah, Y'all don't have any um, pub theology uh, swag when it comes to mm. marijuana, but you know.
1: And they have liquids, <laughs> don't they have drinks?
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't really like to, there are a lot of different ways that you can uh, ingest cannabis. I don't really like the drinks. I'm, I'm more of an old, old, old mm-hmm. even goody. I, so anyways, that's my, uh, I, wanted to, I wanted to share in that because otherwise I just say I'm drinking you know, sparking water, and that's all I drink.
1: That's all right. <laughs> we appreciate you and your honesty. Um, Ogan, uh, what are you drinking today?
0: Um, flying dog, bloodline, blood orange ale, because spring's in the air. So we gotta, we gotta roll out the fruity, the fruity bears. This like mean looking, mean looking dog on the label here.
1: So what's I, I love bloodline. It's one of my go tos. it's so weird now that like now that Ogan and I live in the same region, our locals are going to be like very similar. Very, <laughs> so. very similar.
0: What brings us together as brethren of good beer is a bitterness that runs through our veins. What would typically make goosebumps rise and send shivers up spines? Merely fuels our intense love of the craft. Cast away your fears. Embrace the fire enjoying our flock i want to work for the room that writes these things i know right
1: (laughs) so i have something new today um it's from big oyster brewery which is in um delaware somewhere um it's actually near the beach i know that it's lewes lewes is that how you say it l-e-w-e-s
2: i i still don't know how to i say still don't
1: that. know how you said i thought it was like leeds but I, I like it, it doesn't Lewis. maybe it, Lewis. it is anyway if you know let us know please <laughs> but anyway it's there it's a beautiful can actually um big oyster brewery and this is called solar power it is a belgian style white um and that's really all it says that's it so let's give it a try but it's, it's from first time
2: do you have uh do you have a uh a poetic introduction like Ogun's it doesn't
1: here. because I usually so I usually read the can, but this has all it has on it is the government warning.
2: Yeah, that's Not all I have. On, I was going to I was going to read my uh, package as well, but it's just yeah. a warning.
1: it's just the warning. Well,
0: depending on what state you come from, that could be poetic.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So let's jump in. Um, so if you could spend a day in nature, unscheduled and alone, where would you go?
0: Beach in Barbados.
1: Would you We go home?
0: I, 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 I would go home. Um, yep. That's, that's where I would go.
1: You know, it's interesting. Cause I thought about the beach too. And like the reality is I've never been alone at the beach. Like beaches are always very full here of people. Yeah. And so to me, like alone, if I have to go somewhere alone, it's like the woods, right? It's because even if you're not absolutely alone, like you feel like you are, there's an sure. element of that.
0: Mm-hmm. I got some. Uh, so in Barbados, you know, you have your you have your well-known traffic, touristy trap beaches, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we got you some 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 secluded, out of the way, known only to locals, um, places. So I have I, to I say.
1: A mutual friend of Jason and I's lent us a a house they own, a second house they own. And it it is on a private beach. And I had never experienced private beach before. That is a whole new thing.
0: Yeah. That's a whole nother
1: deal. That's why I wasn't mad.
0: I wasn't mad at Chris Christie that time. Remember, remember but that he, like, time closed
1: all the beaches and he went with his family. It was mad at him. I was like, I, 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 was feel like, you, I man. totally get that, dude. I totally get it.
2: <laughs> it's, it's amazing to, it's just it, to be in a place that you've always experienced one way. It's a little bit like when you fly first class, it's hard to go back to coach. It is. Yep. You're like, um, why would I I would ever... just prefer not going in first class at all? Because it was really bad to go back to coach. So I just <laughs> feel like it's like you're on a beach by yourself. Like that is luxury. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. no, for real, for real. And I was like, wow, like being rich really is amazing. Right? <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, like, like we could tax
2: them just a little bit more. You know
1: what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, just a, a little. Like, like, come on. It. Come on. Uh, By the way, a, this beer is
0: lot. delicious.
2: Or a I, lot. Yeah, <laughs> I, well, I, I just I it. I just, I wanted everybody to hear me Ogan. I mean a lot, but I no. said a little just to uh,
0: just honest. Okay. Just I was wearing the same page.
1: <laughs> Keeping the peace, you know. Oy. So Jason, where would you go? Is there a place you would go?
2: Well, my my gut reaction when I first read it was um, this forest in Japan called Suicide Forest. Um, it's a place that a lot of people go. Some of them go to end their lives, but there's just like a mystique to it. And honestly, that's I'm just going to stick with it because it's kind of a it's it's a little bit like me. Uh, it's it's a little bit obsessed with death, but also like I'm not going to go and kill myself there, um, and yet I feel connected to people who have. Mm. Can I, can I just go that direction for a second? Just as somebody who has like, like suffers with depression, I just, I'm, I'm fascinated by, by places like that. And I just think there's something there not connected with the fact that it's called suicide forest. Right. But I just, I've, I've, I've looked at a lot of pictures of it and I just kind of have a, I just have a general sense of like, like Japan was my next go-to, it was my 2020 mm. plans. And sure. um, and I just always, i Japan has been on my list for a very, very long time. So that's why I was thinking about it. I could just walk outside. I'm in the Pacific Northwest. It's pretty gorgeous out here, and there are a lot of woods. And I'm very grateful to be here. But the question just made me think, you know, on planet Earth. So that's where I went.
1: Sure.
0: Absolutely.
2: Because I think there's just something there. And I feel like I would love to film some Bible stories there. I'm weird. I'm a weird, I'm a weird person. So, okay. so no. is there
0: is there is there any or do you know of any reason specifically why more white people commit suicide in those woods specifically that it would actually garner that name is there a higher rate of suicides there or just
2: yeah there's there's a lot of people who have killed themselves in that forest
0: Um, we know why is there something about that is it like that's a great
2: question i feel like there's a lot that like i've 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 a little bit like i i don't i know just as much of a teaser of this forest because i haven't gone there yet and i I don't like to like see too much of it before I see the movie itself. So I don't know too much about the, the forest. I just know that um, it's a very people, uh, people who go there say they can feel that there's something else happening there. Gotcha. interesting. There's yeah. some other presence there. There's something.
1: I mean, maybe, I, maybe the,
0: the veil is thin there.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, I actually would wonder quite frankly, if there is a connection between like those thin places and not just euphoria, but the opposite. Right. Like, right. Yeah. It's almost like what you just talked about. Can anything be more beautiful? Can I ever feel this way? And then, yeah, you know, that kind of, not that I'm recommending that I just like, I no. understand that. Feeling. Well, no, we're not, we're not right. recommending
0: it, but, but I think, I think suicide gets a bad rap. You know, we we, we, we judge suicide harshly as a thing no. that is wrong. You know, and like we always want to alleviate suffering, yet we don't see death as as a way to alleviate suffering, mm-hmm. right? We, we still label death as a bad thing to be avoided at all costs, unless you're like, I don't know, 98 years old or 103 right. years old. Yeah, you had a good run. We're not broken up about that. Um, I, I, I think sometimes we don't, th- those of us who don't, have to struggle with, with the, the deepest, most debilitating forms of depression or mental illness, do not understand the the, the need to escape it. And mm-hmm. you know, if we I think if we really had a better understanding of relationship with acceptance of death as being part of the journey of life, we wouldn't be so harsh on on those who Who commit suicide to end their suffering. I'm like, you know, there's a piece of me that's like, good for you for going like, you know, this is, you know, it's it's
1: well, and isn't that the isn't that a little bit of the movement behind not calling it committed, but died by, right? Yeah, died by suicide. That there's this element of on one hand, it's it's not for some, it doesn't feel like a choice, right? And then on the other hand, there's some that's like, this is actually the most powerful thing i can do right now you know for others yeah. and i think
2: like, i think sometimes suicide can be very brave and we just don't talk about that there right we go. Yeah. and and i'm with you and thank you ogan for naming that too and 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 shannon i mean both of it it's 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 both the word commit and it's other pieces of that but i i just i find it I find it to be something that is much more complicated and I've spent, I've spent time thinking about killing myself. So I guess I've, I'm part of that smaller group of people that spent time in that kind of abyss and yeah, you just can't judge anybody who goes there.
1: Yeah. By the way, we want to add, I mean, really like, if you need help with this, we're happy to reach out to us. There are hotlines for this. We are not experts, but you can get help where you need because it's not. And again, it's not that you're wrong for, I mean, I think all three of us would, I can safely say have had those feelings before that is um, it's when yeah. you feel that those feelings are controlling you, you know, listen, like that's there. Is yeah. Help
2: there. Right. Like, there balance. is help. And and we want you to stay or stick around. Right. And, and the subject of suicide is a lot more complicated. And it's so I super think the forest, complicated. The forest goes into that. Um, yeah. The forest in Japan. Um, I'm also just thinking about bridges that are important to me, like the Golden Gate Bridge. Many people have jumped off of that to their right. death. But they have a little sign for you to call. They tell you there's help. Yeah. I've, I've always just found those places fascinating because I I feel like even if I'm not calling, I have called a place like that before in a time like that. And so I feel connected to those spaces.
1: Yeah. Well, and there's, I mean, we, we again, sorry, real quick, and then we can move on from this. But, um, we, those of us that have been in the room when someone died, we talk about this shift of, you know, this spiritual shift. And so I think this is why people visit battlegrounds, right? Like there's something about, uh, there's a spiritual presence, whether or not, you know, I don't, I'm not talking about ghosts necessarily, but there's something that happens that is holy and sacred ground, you know? And so, yeah, yeah, it's bridges and, you
2: know, it's like right. you just said, and as, I, I like that idea. The thin space could be
1: towards. It could go either way, right? Yeah. 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 Sorry, Ogan.
0: No. Well, I mean, either way, I don't. I don't think there's two ways to, to end places. Like, I think it's oh, all I the same. That, oh, wow. I, sh- I just want to put that out there.
1: <laughs> Which I mean, this is interesting, right? So our next question—that's real. real. Our next question is actually about the vaccine, and and the, what's partly interesting about this is because. The, the kind of it's not really a question, but it's a fill in the blank, like getting the COVID vaccine makes me feel this percent safe. And well, when I
0: think of thin spaces, I think of the brains of the people who either not getting the vaccine or still refuse to wear a mask. That's <laughs> that's putting that out, putting that out there. Wear your mask, people, even if you got vaccinated. I tell you my like, vaccine story. I got vaccinated last week. Wild story. I go to, you know, we decided to take uh, the week off. It was on spring break. We decided to drive to Unity Village, just like Unity headquarters in Lee Summit, Missouri, outside of Kansas City. I mean, most weird place to mm. to to build Italian style buildings on acres of property. But that's what it was. That's what it is. Mm. The place is, usually, is pretty much shut down to the public because of COVID. But they have a hotel on site and still open. There were maybe three guests in the whole place. I still got connections there. So we were able to see some of the buildings that were. You know, go in and see some places that were close to public, but I am there and I and I have lunch with a friend of mine, who works for one of the local uh, school districts, and and she's in their like high up in their administration. And we were talking, and I told her like, you know, I'm in Maryland, and you know, lots of things opened up or or eligibility opened up. Can't find an appointment. She whips out her phone. She's like, call this number. Tell this person I sent you, and ask them when they have an appointment. <laughs> And they were like, they were like, got an appointment Friday morning at nine. And she's like, When are you leaving? I'm leaving Saturday. I'm like, Is this the two shot? No, this is the Johnson one shot. I'm like, I'm there. so
2: Yeah. Wow. You got the one just, shot.
0: Got the one and done, just like that. And at the same point in time, it's like you know, I just today heard a story of someone who, after being vaccinated, got COVID because you know it's it's mm-hmm. ninety. 294% right. effective there's right. still that's you know 4 to 6% that it's right. not and and like just seeing how people are opening up and running around with the mask on and all that still it's it's yeah so so before still- before vaccine i was like i don't know 20% feeling safe since the vaccine, maybe 24%. Like it's, it's not done a whole lot to, to boost my um, part of it also is like, what takes another couple of weeks for the real efficacy to kick in. Where, um, I was going to
1: say you're not outside of your window yet, right. but the other side of that is like, I mean, I'm, I'm also still obviously advocating wear your mask and do all the things you mm-hmm. need to do. But the other side of that, though, is that even if you get COVID after getting it, it's like you're not hospitalized. Right. Like that Much rate better. is almost 100%. It's ridiculous, whatever that rate is. Yeah. So I'm not as scared because I'm not as scared of dying from it. Right. Cause that was right. the big,
2: yeah. the
1: biggest fears for me was the weeks of hospitalization, ventilation, mm. you know, and dying. Like, obviously, those were my bigger fears. Mm-hmm. Getting it with the vaccine and it being a mild, maybe even a couple of weeks cold to flu type mm. thing, I, I can literally live maybe, with that. Maybe, you know? maybe
0: because I'm still running around with the brain of a 14-year-old, but I never felt worried about dying from it. <laughs> I oh, I,
1: that was 100% my concern. And and still with children, as a person with children, like we still have to be careful because there's not a children's vaccine yet. You know, and so, and my 13 year old, especially, she has a lot of friends that have gotten it and she's actually concerned for her health. Sure. You know, she was concerned for ours first and foremost, but now we're vaccinated. And now she's like, but I could get it. And I'm like, no, that's real. She also would like to go back to school. And that's a whole nother, you know, discussion, but we, I was surprised. I'll put it this way. I was actually surprised how, what a relief it was, um, and i didn't realize i mean i knew like mentally i was holding on to a lot of fear i didn't realize how much fear until it you know released yeah. and i'll yeah. be honest a lot of that was for my husband who has chronic asthma and chronic bronchitis and um he it's interesting he reacted to the vaccine very differently than i did i basically was a little tired you know that right. was it yeah and he, he got sick, like really yeah. a couple of yeah. days of fever. And, and I, I said, I was like, I know this isn't exactly how this works, but does this do something to you about what maybe the virus would have done? He's like 100%. And right,
2: right. So he's, he's in that category then with respiratory problems that, that was, COVID would not have been an, that would have been a major thing.
1: In my opinion, and I'm, you know, whatever, like, we don't know, because it's just a crazy virus that could whatever, but there was pretty much no doubt in my mind that if he got it, he would have been hospitalized, right? That, in my mind, that's how that was going to go. And part of that was a preparation, like a wifely preparation. Sure. Like, okay, this is what would happen. And what- so knowing that he was fully vaccinated and that I was fully vaccinated, so I couldn't carry it to him and all that kind of stuff like right. that was just i mean it was just a huge relief for me to
0: your to your point about relief i I found myself being unexpectedly like excited about yeah. getting it like i wasn't you know i didn't have all of that energy built up to it
1: mm-hmm. and
0: and you know. You know, it was with me, and and she was happy I was getting the appointment, and I was like, I'll I'll celebrate when when that needle gets in my arm. Like I'm not sure. gonna not, not gonna get my hopes up. Um, but but yeah, I found myself like, hey, I got I got like the next couple of days. It was like, hey. I got vaxxed yeah
1: yeah yeah,
0: you know and you do still
1: at least right now you still feel kind of like a special you're a member of a special club right like there's i know i know there is that. and and
0: and a couple days afterwards like so so the weeks leading up to that i've been double masking yeah and like since i got the shot like for the most part i'm back to single masking no
1: i was too yep yep (laughs) i was double masking until my two-week window and then i was like okay now i can just do one (sighs) I'm like, I'm still doing
0: more. Um, I'd like to shout out listener Tim, um, who posted on Facebook a few minutes ago. Completely on point, Ogan, I agree, Tim. I don't know what that point was. <laughs> but I agree with you.
2: <laughs> I know, I love Cod- it when they... Codiments will get you everywhere. With <laughs> right. I totally hear
0: you, yeah, yeah. I'm easy that way, man.
2: <laughs> so I think listen, for me, mean- I mean, I feel like uh, the... I. I am concerned with the ways that COVID can get its variations around. Yeah. Um, you know, quickly and and easily. Um, the, 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 the one that's hitting Brazil right now, and by extension, uh, the rest of South America is kind of like, um, uh, I I just read like a pretty big expose on it. And it was just sort of like, I, I would go from that to seeing, you know, a Texas Rangers baseball game where it looks like
1: oh my 2020
2: gosh. and I mean, yeah. they're just like packed in. I know And um, yeah, so I've never been worried about myself getting it necessarily and the thing it, or uh, about what it would do to me. Um, but I you know I come from my, my blood relatives. Uh, I have a few of them who are not just anti-vax, but they're anti-mask, they're anti that even a pandemic exists. And so that kind of gaslighting get old real quick too so I'm still just kind of like I get my second shot in a week um and you know and I'm still thinking it could it could take me down I mean I don't have any respiratory problems I've heard from others that the second shot just does kind of it can take you down so um yeah
1: and again like that's the interesting thing is I mean I know which is good yeah I mean it's just random but again, you know, this is, we, uh, like I asked Jason, well, we were actually all three part of that group, right. Of like, what do you do when you get sick? Do you like actually power down? Do you not? And like, that was the thing is I planned to like, this was one of those, like, I almost planned to get sick. Right. Which mm-hmm. never happens. You don't get to plan right. when you get sick or not. Yeah. Right. You
2: know? <laughs> no, I totally to do the same thing. Yeah. But I was shot. like yeah. the next
1: three days, I cleared my calendar, nothing, you know, and I, and again, I was yeah. fine. And, and it was just yeah. nice to hang around for three days and have nothing on your calendar. So.
2: Oh, totally. Um, Either way. I don't want to be like a negative Nelly in terms of, I'm just still nervous about. Like it's a Corona, it's a novel virus. I don't yeah. think it's our last pandemic. In oh, no, no, um, no.
0: So I, I don't think we're going to be done it. with this one in a hurry.
2: Mm-hmm. No, I mean, we're not, we're not done. We actually, you know, point. like but we were, I don't think I would feel hundred percent comfortable with anything until 2022.
1: See, that's and that's what's so it was even though I'm
2: doing stuff in 2021. See, I I, I, 100% 100 comfortable. I don't know. I don't
0: I don't think I'm ever going to get to 100% because of the variants. Right. And I think they'll, you know, they'll they'll come a point. Not they'll come a point, but because there's so many who are anti-mask, anti-vaccine. They're 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 providing the opportunity for more variants. Yes, they are. Which which means that now these vaccines we're getting, we're gonna they're gonna have to just go back to the lab figure out you know new boosters for these variants. We're gonna be in this cycle for a while until everybody gets on board. Well and and we and are America ain't anybody ain't everybody getting on board. That's
1: and whatever we are cr- one of the worst. Well one not only is not everybody getting on board in America, but we're also America who's buying up all the vaccines so that not all of the country has access or all of the world has access to this mm-hmm. right now. Yeah we're doing to the
2: world what we do in inside our own country too. Exactly. sure... That I you know, can get nice tap water, but those in, in Flint don't, right? I mean, we've been doing right. that for a while. Yep.
0: So, Ugh. America.
1: <laughs> Love it. <laughs> so, no, I'm just sorry. Um, so, so, anyway, I just, like, I've- Now, listen, so back to my point about the suicide forest.
0: Like. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of death, Jesus is-
1: Yeah, so the next thing is, Jesus's resurrection was the reset. Discuss
0: instead of what what do we reset in i'm like, unclear about the question yeah,
1: this is we need some more info here
0: for this me is- it was for me it was a start right because i mean assuming it actually happened that's a whole other discussion a whole so- other show i think that i think that basically it 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 without the resurrection we could probably assume the movement would have been dead like disciples I don't are know scattered. The movement everybody. would have been
1: dead, but it would have been like a sect, right? It would have been like other teachings in Judaism or you know, mm. other it would I have mean, been like a movement, but, that,
2: but
0: it would have, it would that's, not that's have been one question. with any oomph.
1: I
2: well, but then the question like what about the stories of the resurrection being told? I'm not sure if the resurrection happened again. We're not going down that road, but I'm just saying, like, like for me, like the early church believed that Jesus had risen,
0: right? Right. And yes. so that,
2: that, that gave its movement some oomph.
0: Right that's, there. That's, it did. that's 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 what I'm that's what I'm saying. So I so I wouldn't say re- reset because and, and maybe this is maybe this is a point he's making. It was it was a pretty uh popular um um virulent, is that the word I want? Uh, movement, vibrant, maybe not virulent, or both <laughs> <laughs> movement until the trial and the crucifixion, right? And then it's like this wasn't supposed to end this way. We saw this going differently just a few days ago. He's writing in, and we so, having a parade. Yeah. So it's let's like,
1: wait, wait, wait. So yeah. let's remove it a little bit because he's going in a doctrine direction in a second. So let me let me go doctrine. I, I love how pastory we
2: are with this <laughs> question, like it barely gives us anything, and we're already picking it Like, what the hell does it even mean? Right, <laughs> right, we're, right, we're going to all these different
0: levels. We do yeah. what we do, man. This is who Earth. we are. We do what we I do. Love
2: it. We're i'm, just, I'm with my people i appreciate it
1: <laughs> so, wait, wait, <laughs> but let's take so take it away from like jesus and the physical act of resurrection was resurrection a reset so what that where my mind goes is death does not have the last word there is mm-hmm. you know if if we go in that direction of resurrection for a minute is it a reset in terms of but here's my issue is for me that's if 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 I'm going to get to it, which I think is still a big stretch, call it a reset. I don't understand that word in this context, but anyway. Yeah,
2: it's a tricky word in this context. Yeah, because it like, means a lot. It could mean a lot of different things. But I from, think
0: I think the word that would that I think more speaks of this is a disruption, right? They were heading along a timeline, and the resurrection skewed them off in this direction again, which it probably step would away not from have gone. the
1: people for a minute, right? Like like talk about the like I'm trying to step away a little bit from like Jesus and the disciples and the whatever and kind of go yeah I'm thinking what are you going to well so I'm just trying to go to like if this was the moment if if this was the moment everything changed right so is that what this means as a reset this is the moment everything changed because what because God is more powerful than even the most powerful thing on earth which is death right or whatever like I'm trying to go in that direction.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like looking at the question again and I'm like, it should, it should be present tense. Jesus's resurrection is the reset. I mean, is, right. I'm not thinking of like one thing that happened this, this, if we think, and I just think it's, it's, it's sometimes harmful or limiting to think of the resurrection as one particular thing that happened 2000 years ago. Right. Because I'm theologically I'm saying like, I, because it's like, once you get to that day itself, you don't know. We don't know. Like, what was happening that day? Did Jesus actually get, get what? Did he, did he go along that path? Did it look the way that we think it looked? One of my greatest professors told me, it's like, it may have been a day just like any other in Jerusalem. Right. And I think when we kind of have that, it's just, anyways, that, that's a piece of the resurrection that I'm always thinking of. Oh, are you, like, when I read that question, I was thinking of April 4th. That was our like is it are you saying that like every time it happens is it a reset
1: well and and I guess. <laughs> You know i preached on this yesterday we we had an outdoor service for the first time see i missed a day because i was in bed <laughs> sunday <laughs> i like missed yeah. a whole day but sunday like we did it in we did an outdoor service and we were in the middle of the graveyard next to the church and i was talking about that like each yeah. of these names and each of these whatever and you know i'm even reading the story and i'm actually talking about grief because we haven't been together in 13 months and you know all this stuff and and i'm talking about this grief and i'm sitting there reading the story going what if Mary just imagined him because she's in grief and that happens sometimes when you're in grief, you know? Right. And, but, but to me, and this is where I come down of like, is it real? Is it not real? Did it exactly happen this way? Did it not? And I'm like, what's beautiful to me is the tearing, right? Is the disruption is the idea is the philosophy is the doctrine is the beautiful, the most beautiful thing in the world which is no matter what horror there was there can be you know god can take this thing and make it beautiful Um, yes that to me like i hold on to that with both hands and there is no question about that so for me it's less about what what happened how did this work was it really 50 days and then he what descended into the clouds? Like, that's weird too. Like, I this time, you know, like, I don't know what's happening, but like, you know, all of that's super weird. But if you talk to me about dying to one thing and being able to resurrect, if you talk about the butterfly aspect of it, right. Like the, the worm has to turn to goo before it turns yep. into beautiful, but butter- like I am all about that aspect of it. Like, and so, yeah, there is, I think we each have these resurrection moments in our lives. We each have these moments where that part of the story is really important to us, if that makes any sense. Oh, yeah. yeah well, That's it's absolutely.
2: reset. It's like walking out of, I mean, if we imagine that day, quote unquote, if it happened in the way that it happened, like a Mel Gibson production, he right. walks out of the tomb. It is a reset. And I do think that that theologically that does connect with us every, every day that we wake up.
1: Well, and it's, and honestly, with COVID, the, it's the thing I've been over and over again. Right, with COVID, it's like if we don't do this now, we're not going to do it.
0: Yeah. By, not- by, by the way, uh, saw that picture of you that Derek posted in the graveyard. He's got to work on camera angles, man, because it looked like you were like using a gravestone, using the gravestone as a podium. I know.
1: I saw that. <laughs> as I was a like, podium. A <laughs> I was like, "Whoa,
0: <laughs> that's intense." I
1: know. I know. I saw that. I was like, "You man- sat in the wrong spot." Oh, you're muted, Jason. Something happened. All
0: right. Yeah, we lost your audio there. Oh. Um, okay, but there you go. Yeah, you're back. We got you. Um,
1: yeah. Well, uh, uh, maybe Derek
2: was making a deeper statement, y'all.
1: Well, and <laughs> by the way, Derek's the one that yells at everybody about camera angles. So that's all. <laughs> <thing about> <laughs> All right, so the progressive Uh, wing of Christianity is not, of course, new. It began with Jesus, a New York Times columnist, Nicholas Kristof, discussed. 100%. We all were stamp of approval.
0: Well, 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 well. Done. Next. No. (laughs)
1: Okay. Disagree.
0: Well, I mean, if we want to get technical, a very progressive wing of Judaism again, Jesus was not a Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, right. Okay. Indeed. We, Indeed. We, but the all...
1: progressive wing of Christianity
0: I'm began just with Jesus again.
1: Because I actually think Paul's yeah, the one yeah, that like brought yeah. it to the
2: conservative so, that's, side. Still, that's listen. That he's he's not a theolog. That's not a theologically. Correct statement, but I'm no. It's to, not.
0: When when like, when did it become Christianity? Right? It was still. Who is
1: this guy? By the way, it was
0: still mostly like just a uh uh what is it? A, a sect within a sect of Judaism, like right? Y- y- you know? Oh yeah. Uh, a, 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 exactly, but um, I don't know. I think so the
2: larger, I think the larger point what Christoph is saying though it makes sense. Like in terms of it,
0: it, it right. does, and you know, I He's also saying,
1: actually the conservative Christian movement is new not the social justice, progressive Christian movement. No. That's really old. That goes back to Jesus. Right. It's-
2: if you want to like start talking about when we, when you have that, if you go to that moral majority route and you think that, that you're supposed to be having, you know, like protesting against abortion or like having these, these thoughts about whatever it is that the, that the conservative Christian movement is angry about at this particular moment, right. that that's somehow Christianity and that, that they have like some sort of long claim to that. And that any of us who stand up and say, yo, I think Jesus may not be cool with social injustice, then they just lose it, (laughs) right? Then why are you
1: talking about politics in church? That's ridiculous. Uh, But you're gonna have- Talk about Jesus, not justice. (laughs) You know, it. Well, that's what's so interesting is like, I love passing churches where their signs are like, we preach the Bible. I'm like, what do you think I preach?
2: (laughs) No kidding. Also, if they preach the Bible in terms of like, every time we see the word righteousness in the gospels, it really should be translated justice. Justice. It could be, or it should be. And so it's just like, imagine reading the Beatitudes with justice instead of righteousness.
1: Right. And Mm. you
2: get a lot, I mean, so it's like those signs that they, that they're the bible that they're the bible believing ones which they always say that therefore to insinuate that the rest of us are not bible oh, believing i can't with that i'm like we know our bible way better way better
1: <laughs> right that's, no, that's no, why
2: i'm so radical is because i read can, my Bible. Bo-
1: like because my bible verses that like the bible verses i have to back up what i'm preaching are a multitude right like yeah, I, it's, I, there are story after story and verse after verse, what you are saying, I can find twice, two times. And right. I have arguments with the way you're interpreting those two times. I don't know that, yeah.
0: that, that one, that one dude who went off about how women should be to their husbands. He had a lot of Bible verses. He, <laughs> Remember that um, one dude.
2: <laughs> and let's not I'm be sure, wrong. Were they all, were they all <laughs> Timothy and first and first and second Timothy? Right? Well, no, not. I
1: mean,
0: Oh yeah, I mean, my God, I,
1: I have, that you know, was the whole thing. I, I'm gonna say this: I had two different things happen to me last week, where conservative, a conservative Christian view took over two things in life of people's lives that called me about. One of them happened to be, ugh, I can't believe, it. I'll, I'll just say it. So, yep. one of them happened to be two of my children, their grandparents. So they have gone vegetarian. Now, three of our four children are vegetarian. How they're, like, Derek and I are like, I was like,
0: yeah, I was like, yeah, I'll coping with that. <laughs> like,
1: Mr. and Mrs. Bacon have three children that are <laughs> yeah, vegetarian. But it's also like this idea that we're
2: like, the liberals are like raising their children and brainwashing them. And it's like, y'all are eating meat and you're turning out vegetarians. Yeah, no, it. so we,
1: yeah, we have these, veg- these three vegetarian children. One, two of them, their grandmother, their grandparents said to them, that is against the law of the Bible. The Bible says... That we're supposed to eat meat, and I said, "What did she say?" <laughs> and she's quote, she literally quoted Genesis oh, no. two yeah, at no. them.
0: Yeah. Oh no! And that's
1: why we should eat meat. And we were like, "Actually, that's the opposite. Up- like, that's actually the argument, the verse that is used to argue <laughs> right. why we shouldn't eat meat because we are to be caretakers of these animals." And it's not exactly like if I'm your caretaker and I say that's, that's not great. You know, that's not, you know, whatever. Anyway, so there's that. And then I had somebody call me that was in tears. And this is like a middle-aged person because these people in her life were like saying that she was having premarital sex and it was of the devil and she was sinful and going. And I was like, oh my God, how are we 15? Like what Very is much. wrong <laughs> with people? I was like, why are we so obsessed with sex and whether you're having sex in and outside uh, of marriage? And I was like, do you want to talk about biblical marriage for a minute? Let's talk about biblical yeah, marriage. Yeah, and we can. You know? And I, I, I think it's
2: somewhat like my sister, one of my sisters um, will send me, you know, links from Fox News if I'm lucky, but more likely Newsmax <laughs> if you <left> you're lucky. <laughs> and OAN and, you know, these like far, far right. Oh, yeah. right. So like, okay. You yeah, I love, that, I love that so many people person,
1: think Fox News is far right. I'm like, I you know. don't even, that's the truth. Yeah, you,
2: you haven't even, have even scratched the surface. But <laughs> then they like, you give me a story, an anecdote about a person who got the vaccine then died. The one person that this the happened. The one to.
1: person in like the world. And,
2: yeah. and I mean, that's all I feel like conservative, generally fundamentalist, evangelical Christians have they have like a handful of, of anecdotes. Right. And they push those anecdotes hard. And it's just like, y'all, we have an entire Bible. You want to talk about an arc of God's love and justice, an arc of mercy. That's what we're talking about. And, 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 and that's why it's just like, I mean, in some ways, in my experiences, Shannon, with those people, sometimes I can, I can pre uh, I can guess before they give me, what their what their anecdote is exactly Which this oh. is like like you can give me your 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 first Timothy quote but let me tell it like right I mean yeah yeah, it's yeah so it's it's so overdone it's just
1: no it's and that's that's I mean it was it was just what I love I said this <laughs> I said this afterwards so I was like I'm so glad there are people in our kids life that they can rebel against so it's not us Mm. <laughs> like you know and I like like they're on our team because yeah. they have other people in their life to rebel against and I'm like two thumbs up I'm all for it I, hey, I man.
2: now I let's sit down and we'll eat meat and y'all you eat your vegetables and we'll all be together and,
1: and, big there you go. I'm like, and hey listen I'm the one that
2: got sick on Sunday
1: so you know whatever <laughs> there you go. they got
0: they got, they got got justification now if you hadn't been eating the meat you had a oh, bit I'm okay on you. Monday
2: I'm telling you and, and uh, Shannon I cooked some chicken in white wine so you probably would have been fine. I would have been vinegar, fine. Vinegar, but I'm still tasting it as I as I reheat it. I'm like, man, when you cook stuff in wine, oh, the wine, is... that's not going anywhere.
1: Yeah, no, for real. He
2: had tell the your,
0: rest of it for tell, tell your kids I eat my vegetables in pill form. See how they respond to that one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Maggie actually, like I'll say, like it was self initiated by Maggie a year, like January a year ago. So January 2020, she went, she all on her own and then th- what's what's so beautiful about it and you all know that you know, obviously Derek really loves food justice stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, it's brought up all that conversation. And like, there wow. was a moment, I think he almost cried at the dinner table the other night because oh. like we were having these discussions. He was like, I never dreamed that like mm. my children would be initiating these discussions right. with me. Wow. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and,
0: and let's be clear, man. there are some horrible meat meat growing practices. Well, and that's that's what we're actually there. talking to them yeah. about, right? right? It, g- so, like, it gives
2: it gives, the, it gives the opportunity to name it.
0: it, it, it yeah, to exactly. name it
1: and to talk about it and whatever. Yeah. All right, and Ogun, then, to be, give and then us, to be like have this
2: piece of me that wasn't had, well
1: you know, that's the thing it so it at thanksgiving we had a locally well, raised turkey and was what was, blah, it, what blah, was, blah, was blah. the turkey's name again raul i, raul. Raul. I um, to say
0: eduardo but i knew that wasn't it so we
1: we actually named um we named the name, lamb naming
2: piece. is intense when i when i stay with the family in northern namibia they gave me the they gave me the honor to kill the goat that we were going to eat but mm. the goat didn't have a name
1: so we named wow. it we name it no the the lamb it was a rack of lamb and we named it eve no
2: that's <laughs> bad. how did she, how did she taste
1: Same. um again she was delicious until she made me vomit and whatever all night but <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. all right Ogan, give us 30 seconds on 30 question seconds. five which you love and i could not i could do without discussion starter um church doctrine as fan fiction
0: church doctrine is fan fiction yes i would even go as far as to say the bible itself is fan fiction mm. F- I, fight fight me on that I just, mm.
2: well i mean uh okay i'll fight just like, <laughs> just more like it's an invitation maybe like J- jacob wrestling with uh with the angel like i think there are a lot of parts of the bible that are fan fiction i don't know if, if the, all of the it. whole thing
0: Pretty much the whole thing, but doesn't make it doesn't make it bad, you know. And to, yeah. and to and to use a modern parallel, I mean, we're seeing we we see how sometimes fan fiction becomes the script becomes, becomes, a, re- right, becomes, becomes a, a right becomes a becomes a reality. Oh, that's that's so so I'm, I'm not opposed to fan fiction, but but let's just be clear, it is all just people whether you want to say they're divinely expired or egotistically motivated, it's just all people saying and like, this, this why this why this is why I like about this. Yes.
1: And a lot of church doctrine is bad. And some of it's very bad. good. And that's yeah. a lot. There's a parallel to fan fiction. I don't know that it is, but no, I, I like can it. see some parallels. I like it. And I, I, think, I think, I
2: think a major piece of it is to remind people and to remind all of us that the whole Bible is fan fiction in terms of nobody was walking around with a
1: Right, there's no transcribing. You know, there's no right. like the like, like, live witness reporting. Reports, nothing. Nothing. Exactly. There's no there's no video of all this, you know. So all right. for that then it's pretty removed. I'm with it. Yeah, okay. So we can get there. There you go. Say. Um so how do you know that you or other people are really real other than just appearing to be so?
2: <laughs> we skip over that question to go to this like super existential.
1: I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I was like let's just get the fan fixing question let's go to this interesting one <laughs> you know I had this reader's theater thing on Sunday and it was like two voices and the person that agreed to do it with me who again anybody that participated was fully vaccinated and she was like yeah she's like I'll do either part I don't care I was like well why don't you be like the wise one and I'll have the existential crisis because like that's like the thing it was there
0: you like. go there you go, roll reversal I'm
1: really re- I'm really comfortable in the existential crisis position.
0: I think we can only know that for ourselves. I don't think we can ever know that for anyone else. Yeah, I think that's true. Right? We know if we're being authentic and true to ourselves. Um we know if if mm-hmm. um and 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 to some I'd say to for the most part. Like sometimes we're still trying to figure out who the authentic us is and until then we're, you know, we're playing a role or we're acting a part. But I think, for the most part, we have a sense of what we have a sense whether what we're saying, doing, and how we're showing up in the world is authentically aligned with who we are. We 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 can feel we can feel when those things are misaligned. So I think we can know that for ourselves. We don't know that really a hundred percent for other people. We just gotta go on what we see and experience because un- unless we know a person really deeply, intimately over time, we like we don't, and, we don't know what's going on inside them.
1: Right. It's not, you can know that about another person, but it also requires them letting you in a certain yes. amount in order for you to know that. Right. Exactly. Like, exactly. Um, Cause I, I mean, again, there yeah. are, there are people that get mad because like I, and I, I'll say this, there are people that know me better than I know myself kind of deal. Yes. Right. But that's because over time I've let them in to the the really right. vulnerable moments and those kind of stuff. And so when I'm doing something that's off from that, they're like, hey, whoa, 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 you know, what's going on? And, and so that to me is where it's kind of both and, right? Like,
2: yeah.
1: um, but to me, like, how do I know besides that feeling like that you're being real in front of me is quite frankly, is like, are you like walking the walk that you talk, right? Like, are you whatever's coming out of your mouth, are you really doing that? Are you really living into that? That's now what you're saying may not be who you really are. And then I have really no way of knowing, but that's my judgment. So you call yourself a pastor. Are you living that life? You know, and, and not even my judgment of that life, but like, are you, taking care
0: well then it's or like you, you know which are you? which kind of pastor are you are you the one out there packing up the lunch boxes to feed the homeless are you the one shilling for a private jet like like there's a range well
1: and you actually i'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit regretful that i just said that because to <laughs> me no, no no because to me like you call yourself a pastor blah, blah, blah. like that's been said to me multiple times oh, in an yeah. accusatory sure. way, right? Yeah, who,
0: sure. who hasn't, uh, because, what pastor yes. hasn't had that said right. to them at some point? You call yourself a pastor. You
1: call yourself a pastor. And I'm like sitting there going, but that's actually not who I am, right? right? That's what I do.
0: Yeah, that's a title, a role, it's a job title. description. It's a
1: role, it's, it's, it's the job I have, which yes, I believe is an authentic calling, but like I am still just me and I yeah. am a person and I have a certain personality and I have a certain like uh, there's a child in there that needs healing and there's blah, blah, blah. Right. Like- and,
0: and generally very few people get that. Right. Like, like very
1: few people get very,
0: that. very few people in the church in our churches in our congregation mm-hmm. get that. They don't, they don't see us as people. They, they see us as the role, still a and, role I play. and all of their expectations that they have associated with that role. And then we get ourselves in trouble when we don't meet those expectations part most of which we were never told, right? From the yeah. from the individual perspective. Now but, I have
1: but- I have worked very hard to live into that role as authentically as possible. Right. Because I I didn't my first several years in ministry, I felt like I was always playing a role. And I was like, I don't want to feel that way. Right. Like right. I don't want to feel like I'm putting on some now there's some elements in my job that obviously you put some things aside while you do your job. And I think that's actually true in any job, quite frankly.
0: I'm, I'm laughing because I was on, um, I was like on a clergy support call today. And, and and as I'm about to step away from this position as pastor and in, in a church that I've held for the last six years, they they asked me about, you know, do I think I fulfilled or did what I was called there to do? Mm-hmm. And I said, I, I think so. I think in many ways, we didn't realize I was their transitional minister. Right. Um, right. So, but I think I got that like a year or two ago and I think I fulfilled that nicely in terms of me. I was like in the last, I I needed to be there to really figure out who I am as a minister, as a pastor. I said, I think I really got that about like three years in which, which probably coincided with a precipitous decline in attendance. (laughs) Because I, I showed I showed up as I showed up as here's how I've here's how I'm Claire, want to be your pastor, your minister, and authentically me in that role. And a lot of people did not like that.
1: <laughs> and that that to me shows in what's authentically me is like I'm a vulnerable person. So mm-hmm. there are times when I'm vulnerable, like again, I'm not revealing something inappropriate, right? right. There's nothing that th- we're there are lines to this. Um Brene Brown talks about this of like inappropriate sharing, right? Mm-hmm. Where we're actually like you do more damage than you do good. Okay. But there is a level of like I am vulnerable right now, and I'm I'm, and that begets vulnerability in the congregation, and right. that's very authentic to me and things like that. Um, right. You know, and just yeah, yeah.
2: I just feel I feel like um, I feel like a lot. The role is so important. recognize that there are there are things especially as pastors that we do that are are roles that we play as preacher as presider as prophet um priest and i i I like that you brought up brene brown i was just thinking about how generation like a lot of the 20th century theological seminary education that brought out pastors that like preceded us for generations I feel like we're very clear You don't share personal things.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. You, you don't, you're not vulnerable. You're a, you're a pillar, you're a person in authority. And I feel like a lot of us. You don't preach authentically.
1: Like like there's a formula. You don't, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And so I just, I, I feel like, like, I feel like a lot of my colleagues, a lot of us who were ordained in the 21st century, we're trying to be really real with our people in ways that are appropriate, mm-hmm. but not to, to to just kind of disregard this, I think, pretty strong barrier that has been raised to, to separate the two. When I was first going through what we call mission developer training for church planters, I was ordained, but I hadn't done a church plant before. And this is in like 2011, 2012. And there were people in positions of power who were encouraging us to get two different Facebook accounts, mm-hmm. right? One for pastor. And one, and I was like, <laughs> I raised my hand and I said, I, I, I feel like that's psychotic, like a little bit psychotic. Like if anything, we should be bridging this understanding. I just, that's where I'm reading from this question is that there's just a lot, it's hard to know when you're being really real and you're talking to an Enneagram three, who can be a chameleon in different spaces. Sometimes people call us not really real. Right. And it's like, I just think that I think, I think I can just kind of, I can work in different situations. And I I feel like as pastors, we understand that. We're pastor different in different situations.
1: Yeah, but I I really do want to go back. I mean, and I think this applies across the board of, it is important um, that I play a role but for me personally, if there isn't, I think for all of us, right? Like if there isn't some integration, then that's when actually things are going to go wrong if I'm only yeah. playing a role. Yes. Right. Yeah, And, and so I have to still, and I don't mean play as in like even acting. Like I, I, part of that that's part of the beauty of call is like you are called to this role
2: you show up but you show up differently depending
1: but you show up differently and you know i i think i've told this story before but but i had an intern once jason you um jason's guest preached when he used to live in baltimore he's guest preached in my church before and and you know they walk up and they're like, Hey, we're really open to whatever. Cause you know, I'm super off the cuff and stuff just comes out of my mouth. And sometimes it's bad, but anyway, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it just happens. And, Mm -hmm. you know, so I just pray experientially and, you know, all this stuff. And, and he's like, we're just really open to this. And Jason's like, that is so not who I am. (laughs) 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 It's like, every single word is written down. I'm going to say every single word on this page and I'm going to, I'm going to do it in this way, but everything. And, right. and, and it's it, the congregation I serve is again, when they say they're open to that, they're open to whatever you're bringing yeah. them, they'll take it, you right. know? Right. Um, but that's, you know, I had this intern years ago and she was like, I want to preach like you do. Cause it's so authentic and it's so real. And, and I mm. looked at her, I mean, this was the most, like stiff person you've ever met. Like, and I love her dearly to this day. And I said, if you preach like I do, it will look like the most inauthentic thing ever. Nobody will ever believe you. It will not be real for you. You know? And I said, let me show you. And one Sunday I scripted everything and I stood in the pulpit and in the pulpit that wouldn't let me move. Right. Not the one that lets me walk around. The one that like, snuffs like with the snuffer right yeah. like the, the whole snuffer. thing and and i the preached snuffer. i preached my sermon and she was like that was awful and i was like absolutely because yeah. i was inauthentic in that moment you know
0: i think the uh, the 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 greatest compliment and i got in terms of me being authentic minister is when i when i shared with my congregation that i'm stepping down and here's the reason why and here's what i'm going to be doing next like almost to a T, they were all like, "Yeah, that makes sense." That's who. By the you way, are. Jason,
1: you—I don't know—I don't know that you ever read this. I don't know why you would, have, but like, Ogan put that out there, and I was like, "Damn, he just put that out there!" Like, he it's, was like, "This is what's going on. This is what I'm doing." You know, I'm,
0: listen, I'm a fan of getting ahead of the story. I'm not no, a fan I, of like, you know, so I, so, yeah, think, yeah. so there was that's that's who I am. I'm I'm an open, authentic, honest sharer because, to Jason's point. Like yes, there's yes there's privacy there's there's elements sure. oh, of like this different. is me my family you know my significant other sure. this this is what's precious to us, and everybody don't need to know about that, but at the same point in time like I can't I can't create a dual life right I can't right. I, no exactly and 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 neither neither should we, so 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 for for folks to reflect back to me like it, you're you're leaving to really start like a, a fully online like ministry experience that is totally in alignment with who you are and who you have become in the last year makes total sense. We understand it. Bon voyage. Good luck. Like that's, that's been like the predominant response. And it really made me feel like, yeah, they, they see me, they, they get me and, you know, they may not be a hundred percent happy with my departure, but they understand why I would be, um, discontent returning to to like the pre-covid experience Mm -hmm. of 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 church they're like yeah we could we could see how you evolved into this thing over the last year from the pandemic good for you for listening to to what your authentic self was calling you to and we wish you the best of luck and 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 to get those responses were like 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 i teared up a few times you know it was so Touching and, um, and there is an
1: element of like, we see you exactly, and there's like, oh my gosh, you like, I this is what I tried to do, and not only was I successful, but like, you actually were able to absorb that and mirror it back to me. And that, that level, Mm. that's a level of intimacy. Let's be honest about that. And you know, we we struggle, you know, so uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm a person who lived through a lot of trauma and that circle that really really inner circle is small in in as my friend lavender often says to me you know the fact that anybody's in that inner circle is shocking right the fact that Mm -hmm. you just didn't shut off to everybody is shocking and and yet i'm also like what's the what's the point of living if there isn't anybody in that circle like, exactly. I need there to be people in that. And yeah, I may get hurt. And yeah, I may whatever. Yeah. And yeah, some people get kicked out of the circle. I'm sorry, we're done. You know, that's, that's too far for me. But there's I mar- need,
0: I need the circle to keep me humble. Otherwise I will just free base on my own Kool-Aid. Like I ain't even mixing that, that shit in water. I'm just going to like snort the Kool-Aid with a straw. So I need the people to keep me humble. By the way, speaking of speaking of humility, uh polls from my, from one of my, one of my, uh, one of my people's Jackie, she says, I love Ogan and that authenticity, which is, which is why I follow you. You made the difference for me. Thank you, Jackie. That's, that's so sweet. Yeah. Um, like I love you too.
1: I think that's it. I've I've actually found since like really kind of living into this one, like in terms of this question, like, how do you know, I really do think there's a feeling if you're an intuitive yeah. person at all, you can just feel it from somebody that doesn't mean, you know, them intimately at their core, but you know, they're being real with you in that moment. Yes. There's a spirit about that. There's a feeling about yeah. that. Um, but it also, I've found it goes kind of one of two ways for people it helps them like loosen up and be themselves or they run screaming in the other direction and they pretty call much bad names right and they're like yeah they're you know because they're yep. so afraid of that yep. kind of vulnerability kind of thing um there's not a lot of in between
0: nope <laughs> there's just one. No. no there's not
1: well any final words here this evening afternoon lunchtime at jason's <laughs> <laughs> wherever Ooh. we are in the world
0: <laughs> yeah what you got for us jason as our as our honored guest today no pressure.
2: um yeah well i mean i think uh i think it was a great conversation and i'm just thinking about um the sort of the. i feel like there's a connection between we're trying to find our real selves or we're trying to um, be authentic in the world and also um, there's this thing that I think especially if, if you're a pastor you've come into contact this these thin spaces this this brushing with death mm-hmm. that I think gives you a it's it's hard and it's scary but it definitely shifts your perspective on life as it usually does right so yeah I
0: I don't Do believe there's can, something about that. I don't believe you can live authentically until you make peace with your own death. Mm. That's that's where that's where I am with it. And 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 I'm not saying going out and like making no. your own death happen. Right. I'm I saying until you until you recognize it, accept that you know what I am going to die. It could happen tomorrow. It could happen a decade from now. It could happen twenty years from now. But but really, really, really get. Make 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 peace with that in terms of not not resisting it, not fighting it, just just really embrace it. I think that that's when we begin to truly live live fully without restraint. Like like our motivation truly becomes the. I think only after we make peace with death that we truly begin to live from life.
1: Well, cause there's an element of, and yes, I'm sorry. It just does come from some age. I like people said that to me and I hated them for it. <laughs> now I'm saying it right. It um, comes from a few years under your belt.
0: Welcome to middle age.
1: Right. Welcome <laughs> to middle age where you sit there and you go, if not now, when, right? right? If right. not now, when, because if I'm not going to do it now, what am I going to do? Wait till yeah. I retire? Because Wait. how many people do I know who retired and within a week weren't there anymore? So well, if not now when so i think there you go
0: always an element oh my goodness uh well thank you jason for uh filling in for us today always a pleasure and thank you folks for listening you can always show your love for pub theology live by becoming a supporter on patreon get access to some extended interviews and pre and post show banter visit patreon.com pt live to get started big thank you to all of our current patrons you can listen anytime on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. And you can watch us live on Mondays on Facebook now around 4.15ish, 4 4.30ish. 4 somewhere we in that. We get on
1: at 4. We'll be live by four.
0: Somewhere in that 4 but o'clock. Mondays
1: for at least a little while because Brian's year. complicating life.
0: Brian's got to go throw frisbees. It's a whole thing. Um, <laughs> so watch us live on Facebook and uh, you know, join in on the conversation in real time. And you can find or create a pub theology in your town by visiting pubtheology.com slash directory for more information. We still advise you to keep those gatherings virtual, or at least wear some masks when you do gather. So until next time, friends, drink responsibly and keep those conversations flowing.